A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Morning, ladies and gents. We have two games to go through, starting off with this Warriors one and another win for him. Very, very close to getting into that top two now, uh, which is great for him. Obviously, trying to get ahead of Broncos and, and just clearly have that final, uh, that game at home, I should say, in the finals for pretty much the whole time until they get to, hopefully, for them, Panthers uh, at the end. Because that's probably the last thing you want is to get the Panthers in sort of the, the second to last round or you know the semifinal into the finals. So these are really important games for the Warriors. You know, Getting in that top four, it looks like it's pretty well sewn up now. But this is a game here where they were very scrappy uh, and, and managed to get the job done. And, and Johnson was, again, the most dominant force on this side. And, and that really helped them get all the way through and, and win this one. As they're very scrappy. And uh, it was just one of those ones that just had to get over the line and win. And, and Johnson, the captain in fantasy, just continues to dominate. 66 he's averaging, which is just absurd. How are we even going to pick him next year? We can't. Can we? He's going to be way too expensive. He's going to be like 850k, like he is now, I'd say, likely coming into next year. But I do see there's a few people that captained him, so congrats to you guys. You did beat out Cleary by five, so you'll take that, that's for sure. You would have hoped that, you know, if you did captain him, Cleary went about 70 or something like that, which seems pretty fair against the Storm, but uh, yeah, it wasn't to be. Let's talk about these Titans guys while we're here, because we've got Randall, we've got Aaron Clark, so... If anyone was a master and, and grabbed them, I did say they were going to score well, but yeah, just thought it'd be just the three weeks. But I didn't think it'd be this well. Like when I said score well, I thought maybe like a 48 average or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah, they'll make a bit of money. They'll do all right for our squads. But the majority of our 17 are hitting a 45 plus average anyway. So it's, it's almost not worth having them for that extra trade just for the three or four week play. But Randall has been an absolute superstar. I think they actually have to keep him on there for longer. Titans have been playing pretty well since... Both him and Aaron Clark have been on there for, for good minutes. And, and, you know, maybe for Randall, it is 55 minutes. Maybe for Clark, it's 45. And they just drop down a little bit. And then whoever gets dropped for, for Tino, he ends up taking that extra 30-odd minutes that, that is provided by Randall and Clark. Because Randall's effort, his defensive acumen, obviously, 46 tackles for one miss. He, he seems to be making tackle breaks, making good run meters, had a line break last week, scoring tries. Him and, him and Clark are putting on plenty of good work. And... So strange. Maybe he just wasn't fit at the start of the year, Clark, but 
it's happened two years in a row now where he's been the lock at the end of the year and has been very, very good. And is he going to tempt us in again next year when we come around to preseason? It's going to be very, very funny how that works out. Jaden Campbell with the 70. So he's just so tough to tackle. Surprisingly, he only had the six tackle breaks. It looked like he had way more. Um, a lot of them were just complete air swings. They actually didn't, didn't touch him at all. But 258 metres uh, did have that length of the field. Turnover tackle try. Geez, that'd be nice to, to have. I, I don't think any of my players would have one of them this year. I don't, yeah, they, they, I feel like it would come to mind straight away because they're, they're so fun to watch and, and they give you a lot of points. Obviously, the, the intercept for the four points. And then you know, you're eight, eight for your try, um, and then so, yeah, close to 100 metres. It's a good 20-odd point try without even a line break or a tackle break. So good stuff on his front. Jackson Ford, he has turned into a better player this year. The first half of the season, it was, yep, he looks pretty solid. Running the ball you know, with decent pace, you know, on good angles, good lines. And I think he's just gotten much better. It also, I think, is coinciding with the fact that the Warriors are playing better. They have Metcalf on there giving him early ball. They seem to be shifting the ball better across the season. And Ford is getting the ball with about you know seven, eight metres of room before he gets to the defensive line. And obviously with his good good hole running ability, he's getting into those gaps and, and, and hitting line breaks there and then scoring tries as well. So he's been much better on the missed tackle front the last bunch of weeks as well. He had one, I think, average week a few, a few ago. Uh, but overall, the, the run meters, the, the defensive acumen, and then you know, his ability to get line breaks and tries has been very impressive. And I did see a couple of people actually grab him back this week, which would have worked out awesomely. Um, and turns out we all should have held him the, the entirety of the year, which is which is crazy um, because he's had some big scores in there that have been really helpful to sides. Fafita, the 56. So it was a game here, which we'll speak about in a sec, with, with Fafita, with, with Boydie, with Harris, that had lots of missed tackles for for some of these you know middle and edge kind of kind of players and and unfortunate for Fafita, for Fafita that was that was him today or yesterday sorry no errors no no penalties thankfully but the seven missed tackles just stopped him from going big in this game still also unfortunately not playing the full eighty minutes so he did have about a seven or eight minute break in this one which is a little frustrating for for us owners that yeah you want that extra, you want that eighty minutes but he does seem to struggle a little bit. When he gets to about that 60-odd minute mark, it's happened the last bunch of weeks where he's got that 55 to 60 minute mark. He starts to miss a couple of tackles, and that's when they're bringing him off because he does look a bit cooked. Um, but obviously with him, usually he's going to have one run or something like that where he gets an offload, he gets some tackle breaks, and and he he fixes up any of those missed tackles. He, he makes up for it, basically. Um, but he hasn't had the... He hasn't had the defensive stats that he had for the first half of the year where he was making 30-odd tackles for sort of a couple of misses. The last bunch of weeks, he's been a little bit lower on that front, missing a few more, and uh, hasn't had really the, the attacking stats apart from last week. So a 56, he'll cop. It's not amazing. It's just about par, I'd say, for him. Obviously, where he's priced at, it's, it's very close to that number, which is cool. Uh, for Noah Blake, they're 52 for him in his 54 minutes. So no negatives in this front. 22 tackles only, again, given they... Uh, had you know, plenty of ball. You see a lot of tackles from the middles um, in the Titans. 46 for Randall, 40 for Clark, 40 for uh, for Liu there as well. But um, yeah, for Blake, 52 if you grabbed him over Munster, over DCE, it worked out well. If you grabbed him over Nat Butcher as well, you'll take the 52. No try in this one. A little bit lower minutes, 54. So you can look at that and go, oh, well, that's frustrating. But he almost had a PPM of one. And there will be other games where he does play bigger minutes. He had Tohu Harris at 72 in this one. If they are smashing teams, I'd imagine Tohu gets back into the 60s. Uh, but yeah, very, very interesting on that front. The minutes-wise for these Warriors players, when you've got Jester Bunger back. And, and look at 
look good in his first stint back. Tanner Boyd, 51. So he had a lovely line break there. It was a worry that he'd done his shoulder or his collarbone. Turns out it probably just a bit of a burner when he landed on the on the ground there, thankfully for him and his season and um, his body, obviously. But eight missed tackles for him did cook him a little bit. But across the board, everywhere else, he was involved in everything. He had a couple of force dropouts. He kicked plenty in this one. I said he had the line break there. Tackled 26, obviously you know, plus 10 in that in that sense. Everything kind of worked out all right for Tanner in the end. He ended up with a 51. So we're worried for him. I think he was on, actually, apparently got into about 40. I thought he was on 30 at the time, but they hadn't updated his stats for that line break. But he was on 40 at the time. So it wouldn't have been a travesty if he did you know, go off injured in that in that part of the game. Tohu Harris there, 46 for him. So this is one of the, this reminds me of, well, he didn't score as many, but it reminds me of a couple of those games that Cam Murray's had this year when I owned him at the start, and then these last couple of games, well, this last game, especially for him, where things weren't going all that great for him, missing a few tackles and the like, and then scoring a try near the end, just bumps his scoring back up. For Toho, it was about a 13 or 14-point play with the run uh, yeah, 13-point play with the run meters there. No tackle breaks, just had the line break and the try. Basically, he obviously went over untouched, so uh, yeah, he was on 30-odd at that time, and basically just got that, but the eight missed tackles is where he went wrong. So if he gets, if he drops it down to four, and, and adds that to, to, the, to his tally. He's got 40 made, four misses, and yeah, that's a massive turnaround of 12 points. So he'd be on 58 if that was the case with that try. Or, as I said, you take the try off and he's a mid-40s guy for this game. So really, really out of the, out of the ordinary and out of, out of character for, for Toho to be missing that many tackles. So there's definitely a worry about his health. Even when they've, they've had a bye, it hasn't really helped him the next week. So if you're holding him, I think he's going to be a looper. Obviously, he's going to cover week to week in, in that midsection, uh, especially when we have guys like Peyton Haas out, you know, Max King this week, Cam Murray's going to be out in 26. So he'll be playing definitely in a bunch of weeks, but then you can probably loop him in others just because he, he doesn't seem himself, obviously. Uh, and then minutes are a little bit up and down at the moment as well. So keep that in mind with him. Uh, Dallin got a try and a try assist, which was nice if you have him. I don't think many do. Uh, Tool Picky ended up coming in. So Chans went down with the injury. We'll get to that all in a sec. Uh, but Tang got 31. So he, he will likely play next week with, with Chance being out. He's had multiple concussions this year. I think the last one was about three months ago. Um, so hopefully Chance is okay. We, we do love him on, on the show. Beryl's at lowest, lower, lower minutes there at 41. So using Randall a fair bit. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Through that middle and then when Fafita ended up coming off, uh, Randall ended up switching to that left edge for a bit as well. So the versatile man doing his thing. Metcalf, 27. Again, two, two weeks in a row now. Hasn't been perfect. Uh, he slightly overran that pass, although he should have went back to Johnson 
on the right side but didn't. Uh, so that would have bumped up his scoring a little bit into the mid to high 30s. But yeah, he's been he's been great for this side. He hasn't had his two best weeks, but he had obviously had moments in this where he got that lovely line break and, and helped them score on the back of that, which was good. Uh, Phil Sami, 20 for him. Yeah, just a bit of a shocker, unfortunately. These wingers, uh, these these wing fullback centers, kind of outside backs here, can sometimes have those weeks. are so frustrating for owners of him. Nick Corey, 43 in this one. And then we'll get to, yeah, Chan's obviously getting hit in the head by a shoulder of Mo Fodawaka, and that's coincided with him getting sent off, which was the second one in a row. So we had one the night before with Nathan Brown in his first minute on, minute on the park, and then Fodawaka getting sent off in this one. And the big thing here was the the one earlier on um, that they didn't end up sending to the to the sin bin. It then you know proceeded to this one not long after, where it was like, nah, another whack in the head, you're off. So yeah, you'd think if this one's a send off, the other one would have been a sin bin, but I'm not sure how exactly uh, you know they're they're adjudicating those ones there. But uh, yeah, very frustrating for the I think about five percent of people that, that do own Mofo. Uh, yeah, very very tough tough scenes there of a night like that when he's you know on what he was doing okay he was on like 13 and 17 minutes not doing too bad and then and then gets sent off there so not great on that front yeah Tavanga, his minutes will go up as well so that's something to think about with Tohu and also Adam Fanor Blake and then Chanzi yeah the 11 off 17 you'll miss him next week as well so up to you if you want to hold or sell I think that's completely fine if you want him for the back end like if you've got a Latrell or something like that and you need to you need some cover then that could work well all right Panthers v Storm I am so worried for my two Manly guys next week in Garrick and DCE. Hopefully they can kind of ambush them or something because Manly were very bad and I think they'll get done by 40. Uh, yeah, they lost the Roosters very comfortably. I think they'll get done by 40 by the Panthers and I'm not expecting big scores from my two boys. So this was, this was the game for Munster against the Panthers, DCE next week against the Panthers, that we were going to worry about. And unfortunately, they have not updated the scores here, which is frustrating, which... Seems to be the case for the Storm games at the moment. So Cleary ended up with 91, and it was just a game about just going about his business. He ended up with three turnover tackles. There's one right at the end of the game too, uh, which was funny. Um, I think he might end up with a third force strip out. I can't remember what the extra stat they gave him there, but two tries, his five goals, just a little bit across the park. No missed tackles in this one, so he's back to making 20, which just shows that yeah, he's by far and away the clearest captaincy option from here on in. Obviously, yesterday has something to say about that, but... For, for safety, clear is a man. He didn't have to you know, score two tries, get two tries, just like Johnson did to get a similar score. Brian Toto is obviously going to start really developing into a keeper level talent again now that you know clear is back and they're very much going right. They're giving him plenty of early ball. Hosking even threw one behind him, uh, which would have helped him get a, another try, which uh, didn't end up happening, but he, he, he made up for it a little bit later. Isaiah Yo ended up with 66, guys, so... Yeah, really good score for him. He looked a little bit low. He was 23 at half time, and then picked up, obviously, another 43 in the second half. And it's just basically through uh, his work ethic, 214 metres. Ridiculous. 40 tackles. Again, a game where they got, they won by 20, and there's like six, seven minutes to go, and they take off all these other guys. You know, Sorensen gets a rest, which is fair enough. But, um, yeah, all these other guys that end up going off before. Isaiah, you know, they actually played their middles plenty of, plenty of minutes. So Kenny plays 74 there. Fish-Harris played 54, Sorensen the 72 on the edge. Um, Martin played decent minutes as well, wherever Martin is. We'll get to him. Anyway, um, yeah, so they can't, still can't give him a rest. It's just me being sad because I don't know him. But, uh, yeah, if you could, I wanted to, straight swap JDB to Isaiah Yo. Um, there's a lot of people that did it, and well done to you with 66. Sorensen, unfortunately, goes down to 52. So still a great score, but um, you would have obviously hoped that he played the full 80 
and you know got a mid to higher fifties. But yeah, when he's priced at six ninety one, Jewel there for you. Um, get some easy offloads sometimes as well. He was great. Harry Grant goes down to fifty four, I believe, and uh, a lot of defense for him. A couple offloads in there, three penalties, two errors. Just again, not his game. Storm boys struggled a little bit. The interesting thing we'll get to now with. With Munster, he did enough at 46, I believe. So I do think at the time, I was like, oh, damn it, he got a turnover tackle. They kind of made a break and he had one little play at the ball and he dropped it. They put it down as a missed tackle when it was actually going to be a turnover tackle. So I was like, oh, well, I think that's a six-point swing from the 37 or whatever. They said 37 on the NRL app. Um, so 36, there's 42. And they've ended up with 46. So I think they took two missed tackles off him um, and obviously gave him the, the turnover tackle as well. So a nice eight-point swing for Munster. But uh, there was a point to this story. Oh, attacking-wise, they, they very much went to, to Jonah Pezzett for kicking, which was interesting. So he ended up at 274, and Munster got all these kicks late. So he was at a, a, for about 45 kick meters until the last sort of 10 or so minutes. So he picked him up there, and they didn't really go to him as much as they would have thought. And when he did get it, he didn't run very much. So you would have thought, just like the, the Panthers do with Jerome Luar on their left, you would have thought that he would run the footy a bit more and, and just try and break up this amazing Penrith defense, but it just didn't happen. So hopefully for Munster, that 46 is his low for the rest of the year and he goes on to to bigger things. So thankfully for me, um, I did go DCE, so Munster only beat him by four in the end. But as I said, DCE has to play the Panthers next week. So that's a bit of a worry. And I just heard some news on Jerome Hughes that you know, Bellamy said they're not actually exactly sure what's going on and it might be a little bit more of a multi-week absence rather than just the one week. So that's just something to think about and, and stress about, obviously. Oh, there's Martin, sorry. Uh, 70 minutes for him. So again, big minutes for the right, uh, left and right edge. Jerome Luai, 56. He's come on leaps and bounds this last sort of six weeks or so uh, with a 56 here as well. So scoring an easy try. He's getting a lot of tackle breaks. He seems to be defending okay, running footy plenty, getting some turnover tackles as well. So good stuff with him as well. He's just had a yeah a really, really good month or so. If you, if you were to jump on pretty cheap around that 500k bar, He's been averaging great. Liam Martin, the 55 for him. So, yeah, great score as well. Hasn't been doing it like people thought he would. He's still been hitting around that 40 average or less, but a much better game for him with uh, with good good attacking stats. Obviously, tackle breaks and offloads. Crichton was really solid with the 49. Hosking at centre, and with two tries, just yeah, getting them on the top. Oh, it should have been three. Um, so he worked well. If he's still holding him, I doubt there's many. What about Fisher-Harris? It looks like he's playing much better footy since everyone that owned him in fantasy jumped off and yeah, got off his back and just let him roam free. Uh, he's been great again, so of course. But it did look like, remember, he had that bit of a knee problem. He just seems to be running absolutely free uh, at the moment. He's he's running hard into that defense, for sure. Uh, we spoke about Munster there. Uh, and then we've got Eli Katoa. So he's back with a 33-minute effort. I think the good news with this for Katoa is that we might be able to grab him fairly cheap next year. So let's look to that for him, probably around that 500K mark, I'd say. Um, you know, close to where he started. He was about a 450 uh, at the beginning of last year. So hopefully he can um, be somewhere around that price again if he continues to stay on the bench, which I think they'll get him back to the start. That's uh, interesting what they're doing with, with Katoa with 33 minutes, Nelson with 37. Pretty low across the board there. Uh, Seve did his job. It was interesting. It was fun to see that little matchup. What about he, he gets past Crichton, Jarcy ends up on the ground. He gets up that little bit and they're like, yep, all right, you're going over the sideline. It's like, ah, oh, damn it. You think you're doing a good thing about getting up and keep going, but in those scenarios, you just need to stay on the ground because um, they love that, that's for sure. So you can see the passion that the Panthers play with. It's not like, oh, you guys are too easy, too easy. It's like, no, we're going to work hard, and when we beat you, we're going to get excited. So yeah, fair play to them. 
Uh, the big finish here is it's just uh, it's Dylan Edwards. So I think he ended up at 19, which is very frustrating for owners of, of Dylan. What about the fall from grace? I was I got very lucky. I almost grabbed him. He looked amazing in that first 12 rounds. I almost grabbed him at about that 800K mark, and I know a bunch of people do, and my deepest sympathies come at, go out to you guys because you couldn't predict this. He has been like a, a mid-40s to 47, like he's averaging now across his career, especially with the, the Panthers there. But the start of the season, he was a 54 guy. And if he dropped down to a 48-50, you'd say, fair play, understand that he hasn't averaged that over his career. But for him to drop down and just hit 20s on a regular basis, unheard of and very, very upsetting for those that do own him. Sonny Luke as well. Break-even is probably like a 1,000 with the amount of low-minute games that he gets. But that's the uh, Friday night update, guys. Three games today. Adam Reynolds is out of the Broncos one, so that puts a little bit of a damper on it. I am tipping the Cowboys. I expect to bounce back at home. Um, and I wish you guys all the best of luck in your three games on Saturday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 